Today's episode is brought to you by Myro. Get 50% off your first order and get started today for just $5. Visit mymyro.com slash braincandy and use promo code braincandy. And sign up at zola.com slash braincandy to get 30% off your save the dates and invitations order. be the most pumped we've ever been to start <laughs> episode 258 we are pumped oh yes <laughs> we're pumped <laughs> all right let's get this party started what are you uh, pumped about? how are you i'm just oh my god i'm oh so boy. glad i remembered Guess who I saw again on my way to your house? No. The goat man. You're on the same schedule. We are. As the goat walker. But you know what? This is what I realized. He's a Thursday guy, not Friday. Oh. Because I, the last times it's been a Thursday that I've come. And that's why I've seen him both Thursdays, but I haven't seen him on Fridays. Sarah. Huh. Yet, yet again. I know. Here's why. <laughs> no photographic evidence. Last time I came, I arrived at exactly 12 o'clock. Yeah. And I know Susie loves punctuality. And she was like, 12 on the nose. I was impressed. Well done. This time. Yeah. My Waze GPS said I was due to arrive at 11.59. So I had to, I was like so excited about also being on the nose again. And like, Yeah, but I would have been more excited uh, about. I was thinking that. I'm like, what do I do? I was weighing out the options and I tried to turn on. Two minutes difference? Well, no, there was it, the construction on that street, so there's no place where you can do a U-turn. Oh, it's right, right. So I, I was like, it would be a big circle I was making. So I'm like, we're looking at a five to ten minute time difference here in my arrival. And then it's a text. Do and you then like she's gonna at be least like, honk or anything? No, but I, sh- I it like, it, it was so weird how it happened in my brain. Like, I, I wasn't really paying attention to that because I was listening to a podcast and and out of the corner of my eye it, it wasn't even seeing the goat that i thought of it was hey wait i just talked about this in a podcast oh wait that's the same guy oh my god <laughs> Susie wants a picture and then by the time i had all of those thoughts i had already missed the place where i could turn wow so, same two goats yep, again. two goats on a leash <laughs> one they, they leash? looked uh one of those that splits into two wow uh-huh i didn't even know that was a thing oh yeah for dogs yeah and you know what? I don't even have one of those. I think I need to get one. I don't know. Why? What if they start going in opposite directions? Which they do a lot. Maybe or maybe it's like like oxen. Right. And they're the all yoke. of a sudden going to Yeah. And they're all of a sudden gonna be in sync and now like, you know, marching in tandem. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen one in use. Yeah. They can't be too great. No, maybe not. I don't Weigh know. Weigh in on that, yeah. listeners. Yeah, let us know. Are Tw- the splitter leashes... Yeah, worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sigmund, oh my God, that little guy. He's mad at me. Is he? Yeah, I can tell. He is... De- like, he won't... When I call his name, he won't even look at me. I was like, <laughs> it's because I, 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 I left him outside for a long time yesterday, and I even had a dog walker come by and give him a walk, but I've just been really busy, and I know that he's... Like giving me the cold shoulder because For real. of it. Yeah, because he's like slow to walk up to me and looks at me like, "You're not even playing with me. Why should oh I come God. and lick you?" And Bo's like, "I'll take it. I'll take love." So, Damn. Yeah. I mean, a little jerk. I guess animals do act like that 
he, uh, he really is like thing. that. He's mad at me. And Landon's gone, and I think he's just like, mm, you're not doing does all the he normal not, stuff. He, does he not like daycare? Don't well, he he's there today. Yeah. He wasn't there the last two days. Does he prefer that, you think? I think so. Oh, you yeah. just don't want to, sh- you don't want to. Shell out the big bucks. <laughs> no, you know what happens is is I'm I'm selfish, and I want them to be with me when I come home. You don't want to have to do a little pickup either? Well, I uh, get done with class yeah. at 1030 at night, and the place closes at 8. Oh. So it's either they're spending the night there, and I miss my dogs, oh, okay. or they have to stay outside for a couple hours. And they have somebody come by and walk them. It's not like I'm, you know. Locking him outside right. in the hot sun. Or He'll get over it. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll <laughs> be fine. Yeah. Um, I read an article that I thought was interesting. Tell me everything. Well, first of all, okay, yeah, I'll do this. Uh, it was about sunscreen uh-huh. and how um, people of color don't use it as often as, as white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is because they're... The color of their skin is helpful uh-huh. in blocking some of the rays. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other problem is because of how it yeah. makes their skin look terrible. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like the zinc uh-huh. is white. Yeah. and It, it looks terrible look, on me. Yeah. And I'm about as white as that zinc. Yeah. And how it makes them look ashy, which yeah. people of color really don't like looking like that. Mm-hmm. And how big of a problem it is because even though people of color are diagnosed um, less frequently with skin cancer, they are off, they die more often from it because it's late stage when they are diagnosed. Oh, that's really good to know. So they should be wearing it. Yeah. Um, But I would probably have the same dilemma Uh if I were in their shoes because I don't want to look like garbage. Are there other options? Not really. So there's like two brands now that are like, one's called, I think it's called black girl sunscreen or something. It's real cute. Yeah. Um, but And more company, companies are trying to mm-hmm. f- use... Because you can't... If you're going to use zinc, it's white. Yeah. So they have to use like other um, huh. formulas. Yeah. But it must be harder to make. Yeah, there's... When I was in Hawaii, uh, they don't allow you to use a lot of s- kinds of sunscreen because oh, right. it destroys... Yeah, so when we were on a boat out there... The uh, owner of the boat had a big thing of sunscreen that a local woman makes. Like it's her lo- her. And I looked at the ingredients, and it's really like coconut oil and a lot of natural stuff. Yeah, coconut oil is a natural sunscreen. Like my I don't know mom, how it works, but my mom puts that all. And she, yeah, it works. My mother <laughs> carries around in her purse a little tiny Tupperware that you would normally put like. A salad dressing in mm-hmm. olive oil and oh. whenever we're out in the sun she like squirts on this olive oil i on don't know if olive oil does it the she same claims, does it she claims it's oh, I fr- she says it's the equivalent of like 15 or 20 years yeah. or whatever it is. In- oh, interesting hello yeah. hello I'm oh, hello on a podcast right now <laughs> but i mean it if nothing else it looks ridiculous the olive oil? Just her getting it out and yeah. like putting her okay. weird fingers in Wait it. Wait a sec. This is coming from a woman who I have no joke seen pull out of her bag things such as salt. Yeah. Uh, fresh jalapenos that you have cut <laughs> up and put on a pizza that did not come you did from... You have not seen me. Okay, you're that. right. I haven't seen it. I've just heard stories. <laughs> but I'm just saying. 
Sarah, apple doesn't I'm fall far from the tree. False, because I am, <laughs> I am using uh, them for their intended, intended purpose. purpose. I knew you were going to say that. Gosh. And so if she was getting olive oil out to put on her, yeah. you know, bread or whatever, yeah. then uh-huh. that'd I be see. weird enough. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you about the salt. Listen, I wouldn't do it if I didn't have to with all these hipster places rationing it behind the yeah. kitchen. Yeah, nobody puts salt anymore. What's the deal with that? Because the chef thinks oh. he or she knows the correct amount of seasoning. Huh. Listen, people are different. Yeah. Everybody has different needs. Yeah, some people like pink Himalayan. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I have spicy salt. Yep. Regular, yep, and then the in and out packets. Those are in and out packets. Yeah, is it a finer granule? There is something about that. that, (laughs) I don't know, but I love it. It is like it's different. It's kind of like my McDonald's straw theory. Yeah, it's I mean like finer. Like there's something it sticks to the fries better. (laughs) You can't use the the large granule. No, I don't. Definitely not kosher salt. You can't do that. Yes, it's crazy. Right. So now I have like a whole set. In my bag. Do you have the sea salt flakes though? Like those those little flaky ones? No, I need them. I'm getting you those. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's next. Get ready. That's going in your stocking for Christmas. I mean, that is weird. Okay, but I'm not. What if I took the salt out and shoved it up my nose? That's like kind of mm-hmm. what my mom's yeah, that would olive be weird. oil situation yeah. is. I'm trying to think of another. So, yeah, it probably. I'm thinking about now when I go to the movie theaters eating popcorn with chopsticks. Yes. Not their intended purpose, but sort of. <laughs> like, that might be weird, too. Are you going to be embarrassed when I do that? That will entertain me. Oh, well, no. That's a nail file just at a, a weird place. What? You know then how I told you I bring a nail file to movie theaters? But that also is being used for its intended purpose. Let's take a break and talk about how great we smell. Well, now I do. Now. <laughs> Let me tell Sarah you. Sarah has, like, so many stories about her body odor. <sighs> In fact, it was extra strong the other day because I had a really stressful day at the clinic, and I what got does it home smell and like? it, you know, like stress sweat is smells different. Yeah. That's a real thing. It's like pheromones that you release when you're stressed out. And I came home and I was like, "Dang, <laughs> this is a different smell." <laughs> well, there's a lot of talk about deodorant because yep. here's like the dilemma has always been like you want one that works, yeah. but you want one that's natural. And so when we found Myro, we were really excited because it does work. Mm-hmm. It does the job. There's barley powder to absorb the wetness, but doesn't have aluminum or parabens, which Thank is goodness, nice. Which is why I don't use it because I don't want that crap Right. In it. So give me the good stuff that's yeah. all natural. Yes. But they have all these really great scents, too. They have one called Chill Wave, one Pillow Talk. They, and they all the ingredients are like cucumber, violet, Lavender. Oh, they have one with patchouli. You'd probably be into that. I'm into it. I'll order that yeah, for you. Yeah, definitely want that one. Um, there's one with orange and juniper. So you Ooh, can like find like too. a scent yeah. that you really like with your yeah. chemistry. And the packaging is super chic and really cute. And um, travel friendly and TSA compliant. Mm. And they make it easy. They have a starter kit pricing that's $10 for your first deodorant pod and the case. And the shipping is free. And then they have refill pods that are ten dollars each, oh delivered quarterly in packs of three. Totally flexible. Cancel, pause, or switch sense at any time. And they have a deal for you. You can get fifty percent off your for- first order, and all you have to do is get started today at mymyro.com/braincandy, and you get f- for just five dollars. So that's mymyro.com/braincandy, and use promo code braincandy. 
you get a deal. It's pretty cool. Love it, love it. Smelling good. Yep. Okay, wait. Did you see that viral video of the guy shaving on the subway? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just saw the picture. Was he shaving his face? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well. But it turns out he was homeless. Oh. And after it went viral, he came out and was like, listen, I'm just trying to not look homeless. Oh, my God. We're assholes. Total. All of us. Yep. Humanity. Dude. Although, I don't care whether you're homeless or not. The way, because he, okay, he's shaving, I get it. Yeah. But then he went, whick. And like all the cream and hair okay. went everywhere. I'm not into that yeah. part. But then you have to think <laughs> about how uh, if nowhere is your home. Yeah, right. True. Then true, true. maybe that place feels more like. Your own bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really, we need to like look at the context of everything and like the. I was of two sad. minds about it because of course I have compassion for yeah. a man who has no home and is just trying to like get yeah. through life. Yeah. On the other hand, I I know that there is bathrooms, mm-hmm. but I guess when you're in a bind. Yeah. And you have to think of like, you know, take everything into consideration. What is the I don't know. I would how, be the, the person, person that filmed it though. I would definitely if I saw yeah. that happening yeah. and I didn't know. Yeah. I would be like, what in the have you Hell. caught anything really exciting on film before? Anything like um, weird things not, that people do? I probably have. Yeah. I, nothing springing to mind, but I'm always on alert. Yeah. I think the weirdest is probably that mannequin. That was great. I was very jealous. Of However, that. I do like another kind of funny picture that I think it's funny. <laughs> so we've had a real problem. This is like totally a tangent, but not really. Uh, we've had a problem with ra- uh, not rats, uh, rabbits and bunnies outside of our house and they've been like eating our flowers and pooping on the lawn and they're really like adorable like little cute adorable bunnies but they're like a a pest at this point they're destroying our lawn and i feel real bad so landon (laughs) bought a uh, like this thing that's supposed to emit a noise a sound that sits right on our lawn and points out at the grass and i can hear the noise it's like motion activated oh I have a picture of this bunny on two legs, six inches away from the thing, like staring at it, like they're having it's having a conversation with the machine that's supposed to be scaring it away. Get out of I'm here! Like, I, we paid like forty bucks plus for that thing, and the rabbit's like, "Oh, what's this new, really? new fun toy you have for us to look at?" What did you say? Is what a the, joke! The method. Didn't even work. <laughs> what's the method? It's supposed to like a a, a noise, like that a sound hate. that they hate. And I can hear it. I hate it more than they do. Maybe they're desensitized. Mm, that's a good one. What's that movie, Caddyshack or something? Yeah, with the goat. Is it like that? Yeah, yeah. It totally is. And our grass is getting destroyed. We've already, like... They build tunnels? What do they do? They I don't burrow. I get it. They yeah. burrow. They burrow. <laughs> and they leave a lot of poop. That's what we're dealing with. And that's Those killing the grass. disgusting pellets. And I'm like, I love bunnies, but I hate bunny poop. Yeah. In a real bind. How many are we talking? Oh, tons. For real? Like, I mean, I've gone out there and seen five or six out, like, playing on the y- on the yard. So you can assume that there are more in the area. <laughs> You'd think with all the freaking snakes we got crawling around, they take care of this bunny problem. Totally. Well, there's some breakdown in the, the 
Although I don't think that food snakes chain over here. can. Oh, like right. But baby bunnies. Well, no, no. I think that they could probably handle the meat and everything, but the bunnies have so many babies oh, and they everything. Can't control it. They just can't keep up with that yeah. kind of population. Growth. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Plus, yeah, they're like right outside our front yard. Hopefully Do you actually have there. footage? Yeah. That is. I funny. have a picture. Can you post it? I absolutely will. Because I'm like, oh, are you? And it's like the <laughs> slow zoom in where like I've started really far away and then you just zoom in and it's like still for like two minutes this thing just sat there staring at the, the machine that's supposed zoom. to scare it away. I'm like, oh, bunny, you're driving me crazy. I, it does feel like Caddyshack. Right. It really does. Right. Um, speaking of animals, I read this article in Atlantic about... I thought you were going to say you were going to get one. I was like, yeah. No. No, just no. read about one. I I read about this uh, how this woman that developed a sexual relationship with a dolphin. What? It's so bad, Sarah. What do you mean? Like okay, so here's the that's scoop. A, that is a Google search. I'm not ready to make. It wasn't like she wanted to. So it wasn't consensual. <laughs> now it sounds like we it's it more was, of a dolphin problem. It was. But it was because she was me too. (laughs) She was his trainer, and she was okay. Okay, and I'm not sure if it was like a Sea World situation or if it was like in the more of an oceany type Uh thing. But apparently, when the dolphin gets aroused, I'm sorry. Yeah, the dolphin gets aroused. There's no distracting him until he finishes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I heard that dolphins do do this. Yes, we've all heard this. Yeah, and <laughs> wasn't there was one in a bay that was kept on assaulting people? Probably. Like, kept, yeah, it kept on yeah, doing this. They have needs, Sarah. Okay, tell me. Well. <laughs> this just in, some dolphins are pretty, pretty randy. <laughs> so... What would ha- what started happening was if if he was horny, I missed that thing so much. What? <laughs> yes. Sound Welcome machine. back, Welcome. soundboard. Soundboard. Okay. If he was horny, got it. She could alert her bosses, and they would then transport it to a tank so he could have sex. Uh-huh. But it was so labor intensive, and it took so much time oh, that she just that she just started like jerking him off and letting oh him God. rub uh, rub it honor or whatever i don't know the okay. details okay and then once he was done they could get back to the lessons oh my God. and so she <sighs> went and did this for a very long time mm. and, and what do you think about it does she <laughs> what's her like is she sitting there like like given a uh I almost want to call it a hand job, but that seems weird. I don't know because they didn't like say that. Doing it like a, a a tired prostitute, like like oh, let's just get this over with. Or is she doing it like an excited fifteen year old who, you know, thinks that this person's going to fall in love with her if she does it right? I don't think the dolphin cared. Where's the enthusiasm? Level? I don't think the dolphin might, had a preference. You no, know? but does she? Is she excited about? Is she participating in this? Like, yeah. It, or is she like, oh, let's just do this? I think from her standpoint, it was mechanical. Okay, mechanical. You yeah. know? And I, I don't even know if she was using her hand. That's speculation. Oh, okay. But I I think he would rub up against her and yeah. stuff like that. She and, just let him do it. You know, in this article that I read about the dolphin that was basically like 
molesting swimmers in this bay. Like they really, they, 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 um, wouldn't allow people in the water. They, I hope they stopped, so. you know, they're like, you, we can't have you swim here because this dolphin keeps doing this. Aggressive. Um, but they were saying some, some animal behavioral specialist was in the, uh, uh, quoted in the article as saying that this kind of behavior is, is unusual for dolphins. And it usually means like it, especially this one that it, they travel in pods oh. and it wasn't with a pod. And so having an isolated dolphin who's almost has like unmet, attachment needs like yeah this dolphin doesn't have the normal socialization that other dolphins are are getting in the wild or maybe there's something kind of like wrong with this dolphin like um so maybe it's something like that maybe. about being in Lonely. captivity for a while kind of yeah. does something and now he's like oh god you can think of almost like people do that well then that's true yeah of like somebody who's has an unmet need who like becomes like a sex addict or a love addict because they feel like they don't have that intimacy and that connection with other people. So they go out and try to get it in any way that they know how, which is really just looking to change the chemistry of your brain. You're like deprived of endorphins and good feelings. So you go out seeking some behavior that gives you that good feeling. So this dolphin did that. He's like, Ooh, that makes me feel good. I'm going to keep doing it. And it becomes a, a behavior pattern. Right. And humans do the same thing. Yes, we do. Uh-huh. So. Well, and there are humans, apparently, as there is with every fetish, there are, uh, is a group of people that are super into dolphins. Is it the smooth skin thing? It's got to be. It's got to be. Because that the is wet. the... I felt one. <laughs> a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I'm not, like, turned on, but it does... I can well, imagine it's like the same... Latex. Per- yes, that's what I was going to say. The same person who likes that feeling of, like... You know, smooth. Yeah, like Ali Wong would like it. Yeah, love it. <laughs> She'd be like into dolphins. Yeah, like there's a whole group of people that are just like real into it, and they have like Facebook. Do they have a name? Groups. They've got to have I a name. I think so, but it's I, like I blocked the blowholes or something. <laughs> Sarah, I, I mean, <laughs> right? The blubber lovers. The blubber lovers. Okay, that's even better. I don't know. That, that almost sounds like they would have matching bowling shirts. <laughs> But, like, if, like, is, no, I'm, I was going to propose that. Sometimes I try to play devil's advocate, but then there's times where I just cannot. No, you can't really. Like, yeah, that seems <sighs> a little bizarre to me. It's got to be the feeling and, and uh. well, I mean, one thing I do love the feeling of is my new Mott and Bow jeans. Whoa, you look really good in those. I love them. What a, per- and they were right. They were right. Those things hug every mm-hmm. place. Perfect. Mommy likey. And no, they don't even stretch out. No. It's like magic. What the heck is going on there? <laughs> Mott and Bow jeans are designer jeans that fit you perfectly and feel amazing. I now have two pairs, two different models of the mom jean oh, variety. Oh. And their goal was to provide a luxury jean that doesn't have to cost you an arm and a leg. And they just changed the game with $200 designer jeans for half the price. So basically... You look incredible, but you're comfy, crucial. Yep. And you can get luxury jeans for 100 bucks, And they're only at mottandbow.com. Super flattering on your curves. Their washing and handcrafted dry finishing process is part of what makes them exquisitely comfortable. And they have a try-on program that ensures the perfect fit, so they should be two sizes. Try them on, I see what that. works best for you. 
and their $200 designer jeans for half the price. Plus, their September savings event means you will save 20% on everything at mottandbow.com slash brain candy. That's M-O-T-T and B-O-W dot com slash brain candy for 20% off everything. This is their best deal anywhere, but it's only for the month of September. Save 20% Ooh. during Mott and Bo's September savings event at mottandbow.com slash brain candy. But damn, I got to get on that. Get now. I want the mom ones on. Yeah, yeah, I really do. They're really cute. Yeah, God, okay. They look so good on you. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. Okay, let's move on from the dolphin. Let's. Um, do you want to hear about the history of breakfast? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite meal. Is it? Hands down. Well, I can have it. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, <laughs> and brunch, and. Midnight snack. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, There's and I for... loved that on the challenge, our go-to meals were always egg sandwiches. Yeah. White bread, mm, egg, mm, ketchup, American mm, cheese, white mm, bread. So <clears throat> Sometimes good. you can get some bacon in there. If they have it in that country, I'll take it or leave it. But yeah. usually they didn't. I mean. You know, that like saved us yeah. many nights. Yeah, because it, it really does like make all the difference if you have a good yeah. breakfast or whatever. Yeah. Some people skip it. I've never understood those it people. It doesn't work. That doesn't like I've I've I really I was one of those people for a really long time. Was it cuz you were eating late night? Cuz then I think they must not be hungry. Yeah, then. it's okay. it's eating late at night and I think also maybe for a while there was something in my I just didn't have very good eating habits and it was just sort of whenevs. Yeah, it was more like I felt like I would overindulge at nighttime, and so I would abstain from eating breakfast as, like, a way to almost, like, yeah, I don't know, prolong the start of my eating for that day. So, yeah. like, maybe in an attempt to almost, like, eat less, yeah, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to skip breakfast because I'm not hungry or whatever, when really the reason why I'm chowing down at nighttime like crazy is because I... I haven't had breakfast. Yeah. And I haven't been spacing it out like that. That's why I don't, like a lot of people say they just need their coffee and they no. just don't even have a hunger or a desire for food in the morning. I can't relate. I would imagine that those are the kind of people who really love a afternoon snack of something sweet or salty. Oh, really? Because that is you your brain something. going, you need to give me something right now to boost me up. Or I wonder how much sugar they put in their coffee. Like, is it a fake something artificial that's kind of not yeah. artificial, but like not food that's sustaining their right. energy? Like, until I was married and Land and I were living together, you I didn't have a routine. Didn't have a routine for breakfast, and now it, and he has to force me to eat. And I like You're you need so to eat breakfast. Weird. Here you go. And now now it's it can't be missed. No, it can't be missed. It's very All important. Right. Tell let, me the history let me of play, it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Like back in the back in the day, back in the back end, huh? Yeah. They thought of breakfast as being gluttonous mm. and like almost sinful. And and the church the church was in on this. They were like, Did it have anything to do with having to go to work early? Like it feels like morning hours are really where you're like to Well they doing made a lot exceptions the for those people. They would allow laborers oh, to eat yeah Weird. acknowledging that you do need calories to function huh and they that would let so the infirmed or kids eat but oh, thank basically you. women couldn't eat <laughs> when you like put oh, out you know what God. i mean yeah they weren't allowed to be gluttonous and so then you'd have 
what they called dinner, which was what we called lunch. Mm -hmm. Then you'd have supper. Uh And then some people, like the naughty people, would have what they called rear supper. Which was like, what, what do you call that? Like a midnight second snack. dinner? Oh, second dinner. Yeah, yeah. or midnight snack. Um, and that was seen as not like gluttonous too. Like, mm-hmm. And they thought of the people that had rear supper probably had breakfast too. They were like suspicious of these people. Oh, like and maybe they were just the food addicts from... T- <laughs> they were just super hungry. They were just, you know. Right. But the thing that really changed the game was the introduction of chocolate and oh. tea and coffee from the new world oh and once like all this good stuff started coming in and they saw it as like an opportunity to have in the morning for some reason yeah, how do we incorporate this into our yeah they were like we gotta get on this yeah. and even the catholic church had to change the rules and so they said liquid doesn't break the fast so you're allowed tea coffee hot oh. chocolate Okay. Like that. Huh. And by the way, I when I was in England, I was really struck by how we all know they love tea, but boy, do they love hot chocolate. What? All day long. I Anybody know want that? hot chocolate? Constantly. And I mean, it's not even Christmas time. The dairy industry just booming out there? I think they're using water. What? Because, you know, they're using their tea. kettle. Oh, you know what? They are. It's that Nesquik stuff that kind of has the condensed milk or the powdered milk in yeah. it. It's like a both mix. It's almost like a lighter. Co- I know exactly. Yeah. I think that's all over Europe. I do too. And I think it stems from this. You are right. Like this huh. became the the way it was. Like that is coffee, so tea, inter- or hot chocolate. Now that you say that, I'm like thinking about that is every single breakfast <laughs> in Europe I've ever had. Is, yeah. I've always been like, oh, yeah, I get to make a mocha because I have this... Other option, yeah, Dude. they're so into it. And I even asked them, like, "What's with you people in the hot chocolate?" And they're like, "Well, it's getting cold, isn't it?" And I was like, <laughs> like it's "I mean, not cold. that cold. I don't know." But anyway, yeah. then I, during my reading of this article, I saw the tweet from Kylie Jenner. Did you see that? No, she for the first time in her life had cereal with milk on it. She was, was- eating dry cereal for her whole life until like last week. <laughs> And she said it's life changing. No oh shit. Oh my god. And people were like, wait also, till she hears people, about peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I'm like put butter on your toast. You're <laughs> gonna go nuts. Right? Yeah. What's that about? That almost seems like kind of waving your privilege oh, in the air. Oh, why? Like it's like I oh, didn't think that. Because who eats cereal? Like, I had a working mom who was gone like at five o'clock in the morning to go, you know, do her job and be on set. And so often the job of making breakfast was left to us. Yeah. And when you're a kid and you're like, I'm not going to use the stove and make an omelet. I'm just going to have cereal. And it was our go-to breakfast cereal. It almost felt like the cereal that was fast when there wasn't a parent there who could make you a mm-hmm. meal or it's like, it seems more like the but she said class. that she had dry cereal. Yeah, that's the weird part. It almost seems like that wasn't... I don't think she was having cereal for breakfast. You're right. She was having cereal as like a, a treat. Snack. Like like how, you know, to treat myself, I'll buy like the sweet cereal and I'll just like munch on that. And I would say it's probably when she's getting stoned and she's like smoking a doobie. <laughs> and Sarah's got a eating, theory. Uh, eating her uh, cereal dry. But I don't think... I think she's having fancy breakfast where it's like omelets and bagels with locks yeah. laid out and there's a like a she they they have a private chef right for christ's sake <laughs> that guy's not he would lose his job if he's like here's this bowl of 
Wheaties with one <laughs> percent milk. Uh huh. You're fired. Right. So she's on the breakfast yeah, train. Yeah, that now. seems kind of like a, a humble brag in a way. Totally. You know, I get what you're saying. Um, so anyway, that reminded me of that. But then um, after this sort of like introduction of all these beverages and stuff, then there was slowly became like a wealthy social event to breakfast yep where like you didn't have to do anything so you're like let's go i am into that brunch thing is now it it was like that god i love there is nothing and i really do mean nothing yeah that makes me happier than a breakfast buffet wow like nothing what do you pick out? What Everything. is your, what are your, <laughs> that is, that is the what do you choose, reason though? why I love the breakfast Tell me buffet. what it would look like your plate at a breakfast buffet. It would look like, I, is, what I love is two bites <laughs> of every single thing you have to offer. Well, I will say, yeah. and I'm sorry to the person that wrote to me and told me not to, to interrupt stories <laughs> to talk about other things, but what I also love is love. Oh, oh, and that'll fill you right up. <laughs> fill up your plate yeah. and Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love and you guys have heard us talking about it if you're getting married this is the way to plan your wedding and registry experience it's like they reinvented the wheel here and they make it easy and they have save the dates and invitations they have p- wedding planning tools. You can make over 100 beautiful save the dates and invitation designs to choose from. And you can pick like whatever style and color scheme you want. They have free guest addressing, ma- free matching envelopes, all this awesome stuff that comes with it. And then you can match your save the dates and invitations to a free wedding website where your guests can go and like see what's going on with you and your partner and what you want to have as your gifts and all that. And then they can go buy the gifts all in one place. And then you get 20% off all the gifts that nobody bought you after your wedding. Um, So sign up at Zola.com slash brain candy to get 30% off your save the dates and invitations order. Um, That's Z-O-L-A.com slash brain candy for 30% off your save the dates and invitations order. You know Um, what you can register for? What? Someone to buy you a buffet breakfast. You actually could. I know. That's why I said that because <laughs> my favorite buffet was when we were on our honeymoon. Okay. So let's yep. not lose steam because no, that, that's what I was accused not. of. <laughs> you have a plate yeah. and you walk up to the buffet. Yes. And what happens? Uh, first, I'm going to go with the bagels. I'm going to go with a bagel. What, what kind of bagel? Everything if they have it offered. Of course. Of course. Yes. At, but none of those little crappy mini ones that you can use to like jam a door that I that don't don't give me that. In fact, I got into an argument. I think I shared this story on another pot on a past episode of the the bagel guy at the I was in Las Vegas at oh yeah at the buffet Where and he told furious. me that there he didn't have any more bagels because these ones were stale. And then I look behind the counter and there's a fucking Fresh. bag of them that's like five hundred. I'm like, you're a liar. Yeah, and don't lie to me about bagels. Don't fuck. Right? Yeah. Liar. There are some things that should be sacred. Yeah. So I go with the bagel and the lox and the cream cheese and the capers and the onions and all that. And then I'm going to get 
a sweet treat, like a chocolate <laughs> croissant, to dip into my coffee because I like it dipped oh, in there, cute. like a dunk that's in the coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's like the only time I treat myself to one of those chocolate croissants. They're yeah. Like, they're like the undoing of me. I'm like, oh, I love them. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to go probably to the omelet station, but not to get an omelet, to get a scramble because I don't like an omelet. And what do you throw in there? Uh, I'm going to go no cheese. What? I know. I know. Uh, I knew you were going <laughs> to say something about that. It's going to be tomatoes, onions, sometimes spinach if I'm feeling healthy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, that sounds nice. Do yeah. you add, do you go for any fruit? Uh, sometimes. You, yeah. Depends on what kind of the buffet season, we're talking about. Too. If it's, yeah, Thailand, I was like, give me all of it because it was so good. Yeah, but usually it's like Yeah, it's melon. like filler f- fruit, like the yeah. melon and the grapes are filler You can keep your cantaloupes. Fruit. Yeah, no, you'd, except I tried, I tried a cantaloupe the other day. I was like, damn, this is really good. And I like put it off because of we're not eating the real cantaloupe in those filler, like good, no. if you, like the good stuff that you get from the store and you like cut it open yourself. That's delicious. Yeah. You don't even know what cantaloupe tastes like anymore because you've had the crummy filler fruit. Yeah, the door jam. Door jam stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and then I like the, the I like it when the buffet has. Um, what about meats? Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Oh, okay, okay. Don't, don't rush me through this. I'm like <laughs> mentally like going through each station. I like when there's like an international flair to it a little bit, mm. how they'll have like a, sometimes they'll have sushi there if it's like a nice buffet, or uh, they'll do like a pasta station. I am definitely loading up on the carbs for <laughs> reals. Yeah. So that's why I just have like little bites and then do everything. And then at the end, hit the dessert table because there's always Wait, like a dessert table. Wait, do you do pancakes and stuff? Mm, not I'm not a big fan of, of pancakes, actually. Okay. I like a I like a Belgian waffle, mm-hmm. um, but I don't want to overcommit to something that is too big of the plate. You know, it takes up too much space, so then I can't. You know. I but, mean, you left out my favorite b- breakfast what? item. Oh, bacon. Bacon. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll get some bacon too. Yeah. But I'm like you. I'm picky about how it's cooked because it's got to be crispy. Yeah. And sometimes. You don't get the crispy ones if it's so buried true. under. It's like buffet bacon tends to be. See how much that I know so about true. about buffets. It's almost soggy. It is because it's been deep in. It's it's usually you don't get the top ones are going to be crispy. You know it's in that that that. What do you call those things? The the metal thing. Yeah, that's silver. Means. There's a name for it. Right. It starts with a C, I think. No, it doesn't. Yeah, calf. Ca- ca- there's two Fs in it too. <laughs> Something like the C. Anyways, so yeah, one of those. That yeah. usually the, and then it's got like all the grease drippings, so you get like, uh huh. That makes it soggier. No, right. no bueno. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. When my brother goes to a buffet, a breakfast buffet, he gets one plate just for the bacon. Oh, like smart. he's really getting his money's worth. <laughs> smart. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, he's he knows what he likes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, moving on. Yeah. One thing that I w- thought was interesting about a breakfast in the old days was how there was usually alcohol involved. I am so glad you brought that up. Like cider or wine, Yes. sometimes even liquor. Well, I always say that the best breakfast is a three-drink breakfast. And what do you have? Which is usually coffee, orange juice, and then hot chocolate or (laughs) champagne, mimosa, something like that. Uh Uh-huh. Got to go three-drink breakfast. That's like the the ultimate. Right. But I'm glad you mentioned the wine with all the meals because uh-huh. did you see the i think it was on twitter where it started the post about the diet from the 1997 
1977 Vogue magazine. No, I'm so excited. Okay, let me read to you what the... uh, It's a three-day diet to lose five pounds, and they call it the wine and egg diet. I'm into it. So am I. (laughs) (laughs) Let's Uh, hear it. Breakfast... when was this published? 1977. Okay. It's from Vogue. Yeah. So breakfast, one egg, hard-boiled... You're into it already. Yeah, that is your breakfast. Obviously. <laughs> Black coffee. Okay, I can do that. One glass white wine. Dry, preferably Chablis. Shut up. <laughs> Why? Because it dehydrates you. Who knows? Okay. Lunch. Yeah. Two eggs. Hard-boiled is best. All right. But poached if necessary. Right. Why Why would hard-boiled be best? I, who fucking knows? <laughs> Helen. Two or uh, black coffee okay. and two glasses of white wine. What? Dinner. Yeah. Five ounces of steak grilled with black pepper, lemon juice, and then remainder of white wine. One bottle allowed per day. Oh my God. <laughs> I am so into this. <laughs> and somebody who posted it wrote, Diet help, please. Can I swap the eggs for another bottle of wine? <laughs> I feel like, though, all that is is just calorie restriction. Yeah, and, and what there was a, a dietician who they, uh, they talked to about this, and <laughs> they course. said it's only ab- about 1,103 calories, which is roughly the amount needed for a one-year-old baby. And even if you're drinking the healthiest possible wine, the alcohol calories don't offer any nutrition, obviously. And the majority of your calories are coming from wine. Yeah. And I'm wondering yeah. if... if if people in my family were subscribers of the 1977 Vogue magazine. Oh my god! <laughs> well, you know like, what? I I'm I am kind of into it. That is that not funny? Want to lose five pounds? Wine and egg? Do you diet? think I could put salt on the eggs? Probably a little bit. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. We'll have to consult Helen. I want. <laughs> I do want to add though. Is there more about this? No, that's okay. it. That. Because I just like these two last things about the breakfast thing. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First of all, um, that the toaster, when it was invented, changed the yeah. the game because then um, stale bread could still be used. And it was like this thing where like Can people were Can I use stale wasting. bread as toast? That's what it's saying. Oh, I that, should like, do that. That's what people started using it for to like make stale bread usable. I just learned that that's what fried rice is. Right. I didn't even know that. Lana was like, hey, we got a bunch of extra rice. Why don't you just make fried rice? That's and I was what like, Adam does. What do you mean? Throw an egg in there, some onion. It was delicious. It's so good. And he was like, yeah, this was like, this is like the cheapest meal possible because it's yeah. the leftover of another meal and, you know, okay. delish. And so, lastly, that in the mid-century when like gender roles were like mm-hmm. in flux, that's when they started calling things like manly breakfasts. And, like, introducing steak as a breakfast option. You're right. Because they were like, if men are going to have to be doing more of the cooking and stuff, like, we have to make it so that it's not feminized. That's weird. Isn't that bonky? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite? What's your go-to breakfast? Like, you could have any breakfast you want. Your favorite? What do we? What Susie? I just like a balance of sweet and salty. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Some meat, whether it's sausage or bacon, and then, like, whether it's a waffle or French toast or something like that. Although, a good eggs Benny. Oh, my gosh. Which, Love it. It's hard to get a good one, yep, though. because the eggs keep cooking <laughs> underneath on whatever the heck that plate is called. And a lot of people, in the Anthony Bourdain book, Kitchen Confidential, he talks about how, like, 
they aren't like whipping up the um, holidays not, yeah, to right, order. Right. So it's like sitting back there and getting all gnarly. Yeah. So. In fact, most hollandaise that you get. The, at, it's in packets. The, yeah. Fuck. Isn't actual hollandaise. It's more, has almost a more yellowy orange color if it's yeah. real. Who are and they it's lighter yellow if it's the fake, fake, fake stuff. Um, what is, oh, go ahead. What what is not fake are all the luxury items that I'm posting on Poshmark. Amen. I'm selling things like crazy and now I'm, I'm accepting every deal. Like hotcakes. Hot, like hotcakes. (laughs) Selling like hotcakes. You're just, you're, you're just getting rid of you. You want to, I I am. Everything must go. Everything must go. (laughs) Sale, sale. (laughs) No offer. Yeah. Too low. Yes. Like that. So Poshmark is this cool app. That you need to use if you are buying or want to buy or sell any clothes or like I saw they even have like there's handbags, there's accessories, yeah. whatever you have, they are offering it and you can buy it or sell it. And we have closets in there. Hers is I'm Sarah Rice. Mm-hmm. Mine is Susie Meister. And if you sign up for the app using our code, which is also Sarah's closet name, I'm Sarah Rice, you get five bucks off your first purchase. And I go on there now every day. Yep. I look for deals. Because uh-huh. you can get really good deals. You got to be stuff. fast. Yeah, you got to check every day and you yeah. got to be like the first one to just grab them. Yes. And get some good stuff. And I like to find things that have been lingering a long time too because uh-huh. then they're like definitely going to accept yep. my offer of like really low price. Yeah. I usually find something I like. Favorite it, favorite hard it, it, hard it. Yeah, create like a whole collection, and then then you can like see which one you're gonna get the good yeah, offer on. It's really yeah. fun, super fun. Use our code. I'm Sarah Rice for five bucks. Okay, what were you say about your mom? You we were talking about breakfast in the Hollandaise, yes. and then you were like, my oh mom. yes, she is uh, up in arms. I guess you can say <laughs> about uh, how that. all restaurants are now using like egg product and not actual eggs and i didn't think that i thought like what the heck are you talking about mom this is just like another you know and then i started looking at menus and it says it'll say at the bottom like we use real egg or whatever which implies that if they don't say that they're not so my mom at we were at our favorite breakfast place and she's like do you guys you know use you crack the eggs or you know and they were like oh no we ours are real eggs and I went somewhere else and they're like no it's egg product shut up yeah what the heck is in there what is in there it's like a big a vat of just I don't know who I mean knows? I've it's seen like them egg. in the grocery store they're called egg beaters or something yeah you know? I mean it's, it's almost like different than that there's something else that it's like to is I, it an I, animal to, product to, lo- to lower the cost of right. eggs so, I mean they're not even that expensive I didn't think so either and also why did eggs become the breakfast food Oh, that was not in my article. That seems like it is the, you know, I don't know. If, if there were a breakfast flag, it would have an egg on it. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. yeah you became the mascot of breakfast or like the, the, the yeah. go-to. Ew, my mom, when we were growing up, used to make something she referred to as egg in a bowl. Egg in a bowl, not egg in a hole? No. What's an egg in a bowl? Well, it's like a soft boiled the egg okay. in a bowl with like cut up bread all mixed up mm. and it, you eat it with a spoon oh it's not cooked enough that drippy, is drippy, so drippy. gross yeah that's the not end. for me now was it was it because <laughs> i do like soft eggs 
Like yeah, not, I like I them a little bit on, on but the, not mixed up with the bread and yeah, the goo. That's, that's, oh yeah, the white goo that I can't deal. Can't there was goo. Deal. There was goo, yeah. Sarah. Yeah. But I am gonna now ask why eggs. Is this so? Whenever someone orders scrambled, is what we're talking about? No. There's oh, no way you. Oh, you're right. You're be. right. You're right. Yeah, it's scrambled. It's gonna be like an omelet or scrambled eggs. I'm thinking more. Uh, often those places don't give you the option of like Denny's or something like that. I don't even know if they have a a poached egg option. I bet they don't. I don't think they do. But you could get it over easy or something. Yeah. And that would have to be a real egg. Right. We need I to mean. do some investigating. <laughs> what yeah. is egg product? Right? I mean, come on. Because ever since you said, I started, I was like, mom, you're being nuts. And then I started looking at menus. I'm like, man, they do all say you we use fresh eggs or real eggs or something. I'm like, mm, that's weird. I have a fun fact. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. True or false? Farting burns calories. Oh. Huh. Well, there's some muscle movement involved. <laughs> so I suppose technically watching television burns calories. That's so true. I would imagine farting would as well. well How much are we talking here? My husband clean? should really not worry about going to the gym <laughs> then. Loss. Yeah. Um, well, so there was an article going around that claimed that farting burns 67 calories, which to me, that's... There are a lot of variables. How long is the fart? How tight is the butthole? 67 is a lot, too. That's the equivalent of a 15-minute walk. Oh, for Pete's sake. Is it because there's a lot of activity going on in your body? Through Is it more the digestion? Okay. There is no calorie burned, and here's why. Oh, it's false. (laughs) Good. I like this. Okay. That's that's the answer I wanted you to give. (laughs) The reason that it does not burn any calories is because... While you might think it involves muscles, what is actually happening is your muscles are um, contr- what's the other one? Uh, oh, relaxing. retracting and const- con- contracting and whatever the opposite of that is. Yeah, they're relaxing, relaxing. and the the force is from the gas itself. It Escape. propels. <laughs> it propels uh-huh. itself. It's self propelling. Yeah, and so it really involves no work. Because that, part. my first thought was going to say, well, it's kind of like the opposite of burning calories in my head. But then I was like, no, that doesn't make sense because what's the opposite of burning? Because it is kind of like. I guess if you're, you're pushing releasing. real hard, that yeah. might be like one calorie. Yeah. You know, but yeah. not really. So. No, I'm not, but yeah. Who's putting out, who wrote that first article? It was actually a um, website called Fact. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Which is uh, using that term fast and loose. Oh, my God. Just like farting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, so, some of the most uh, audible farts are fast and loose. <laughs> what we're doing here is setting the record straight. When, we, when I was in Pittsburgh, um, because of the Pittsburgh accent, so you know the phrase, whoever smelt it, dealt, dealt it. it. Yeah. We would say that. And then... What's the thing where... Whoever said the rhyme did the crime? Things like that. Yeah. And then there was the one about like, if it were, oh, silent but violent. Oh, yeah. Okay. We also would rhyme something that in other parts of the country wouldn't rhyme. Oh, what is it? Loud but mild. What the heck is mild? Mild. Oh. <laughs> Stop. For real. <laughs> and only as an adult was I like, wait, that's a rhyme. Loud but mild. <laughs> I, I have a hard time even saying that. Yes. Like, does it come out right? Right. When I was on Road Rules, and you know how you, on these reality shows, there's a lot of, like, waiting. 
Oh, yeah. And so I was always saying, like, what's the hold up? And the, the, the guy on my show was like, why do you talk like Elmer Fudd <laughs> when you have an L in a word? What's the hold up? But loud but mouth yeah. rhymes in Pittsburgh and nowhere else. That is, I love that. But it is silent but violent universally. I always think about that with songs that they translate from different languages. Mm. And I'm like, Enrique Iglesias, how did this <laughs> rhyme in both languages? That's I right. I feel like you did a little bit of, you took a little... Liberties. liberty on the lo- <laughs> lyrics from each country to right country. what's it what's like so when they do a ricky martin song or whatever in spanish mm-hmm. it rhymes mm-hmm. and then it'll rhyme in english mm-hmm. right and if, you know they'll do uh, shakira songs i see that with you know, where am same I? they do it in spanish and then they'll do an english version right now they're just saying fuck it we're just gonna do it all in spanish which is what i like and they should have done in the beginning because i love Right. Mm-hmm. What do you love, Despacito or whatever? I mean, I'll take that, or I'll take any of the Cardi <laughs> B songs, or like even. Well, I just like. She's sp- Spanish. She sings. She's from the Bronx, and she's like grew up in. Is she, she Latina? I don't. I wonder if maybe she, it's just like maybe culturally. where culturally, because she definitely speaks Spanish. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is news to me. Yeah. You Wait. like her more now? This just in, Cardi B speaks Spanish. <laughs> so does she speak it or just sing it? Oh, no, she speaks it. She'll like, in her videos, Get she almost like here. a Spanglish. Like she'll throw in Spanish words when she's, and she says it like perfect, like perfect act, everything. Like wow. she's got a pronunciation on point. <laughs> like I, I mean, said, do you like her better now? Yeah. I kind of do. Yeah. But I didn't, I, I had no idea. Yeah. So she does Spanish in her songs. Yeah. All right. That's good. We're making progress. Um, what else? Oh, did you know how easy it was in America to buy a tiger? The answer is very. I've heard this. It's not good. No, it's, it's oh my gosh. And I watched a documentary on it. You know what community is kind of, uh, like profiting the most off of this and has a huge, huge black market of exotic animal sales. Hmm. The Amish. What? I'm not even kidding. I saw a whole document. I will absolutely find a link to that. And it has something to do with it being like a vice that is allowed. And it doesn't, it, cause it's not, and it's, it still falls in that category of like. Yeah. It's not technologically uh-huh, uh, based. Uh-huh. And it, it it's is natural. It, yeah. Tell me everything. So they're buying them? Uh, I'm going to have to Google this. Like as it's pets? Like, okay. I don't so think they're, they should be they're the ones them. who are, are getting the animals and then selling the animals and they're like the middleman they're run they're hosting these black market um like expos for animals for exotic animal sales weird yeah isn't that bizarre yeah it really is well i really didn't know about this whole industry in general Mm. and how this article was in observer.com it was about how in some ways, it's easier to get a tiger wow. than it is to adopt from, like, the Humane Society, just like a dog. I believe that. Isn't that bonkers? Oh, my God. You have to send me that link. This Just the title of this article is Amazing Amish Auction Features Zebras, Camels, and People in Bonnets. I even love that title. Right. <laughs> so. Um, Isn't that... Well, I think about when I tried to adopt... Uh, I went to the Golden Retriever Rescue. Yeah. 
they one they set me up to do a home visit is that what Bo is no i got her from somebody who was like desperate and they really needed like an, okay you know right you know, yeah, yeah and yeah. i like loved that dog yeah um I just knew she needed to be mine. But uh, uh, the Golden Retriever Rescue, they were like, we need to know your history with animals. We need to uh, – they checked – they measured the fence to make sure the fence was over six feet tall. Like, it, they made sure our house was an appropriate fit, that we were an appropriate fit. Nobody's doing that with a tiger. And my mom grew up in a neighborhood in La Cunada, and she had a next-door neighbor who – uh, there was an, a girl, like one of her friends who lived in the neighborhood, and then a couple of doors down was a man who owned a tiger. And the tiger escaped and mauled my mom's friend, and she's got claw Come marks. On. I swear, hand to God, I th- this woman's name is Lisa. I know her to this day. She's, the scars are there, and that is – and I asked my mom as an adult – did that story really happen, or was that just something that you told us? She's like, no, that absolutely is the real story. Holy moly. Yeah. It's terrible. It was either a tiger or a lion, but it got her all across the chest and almost killed her. Wow. Isn't that freaking insane? Like a little girl. Oh, my God, yes. So this is like a big freaking problem in the country. Yeah. And I heard there are more tigers in captivity in the United States specific kinds yes. than there are in the wild. Now. That's exactly right. This said that there are about five to 10,000 oh, that God, are, that you know, privately out. owned by whoever. And then there are only 3,890 <sighs> in the wild total. And we probably know the whereabouts of the ones in the wild more than we do the ones. Well, they're the ones that are in the U S are considered like generic throwaways cause they're inbred and they're yeah, not. Yeah. You don't even know what they are, their right. lineage. Yeah, like so, they're not Bengal tigers or yeah. Like that. Yeah. And so the ones in the wild are the ones that are valuable, whereas these ones oh. are just like... Oh, my God. That means that's the ones they want to catch. Yeah, I guess. Oh, no. It's so awful. We should not ever, ever have dom- animals that are not domesticated as pets. It's the craziest... I can't believe we even have to say that. Right. Like the woman who got her fucking face ripped off by the chimpanzee. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Because her friend was carrying a, or she was carrying a doll that like had red hair or something like that or looked different. And yeah, dude. And like they were saying how within the very wealthy families, it's like a status symbol. Yeah. Like when you just have bought everything, what else That's is there? God. And you see them on Instagram, like on leashes, you know, with like the models and the. So dumb. It's so dumb. It's like the, I, why would you do that? Mm hmm. And like those cats that are like the, the, there's a specific kind of cat that is. Oh, yes. Really popular. Mm -hmm. But it is not like the, the, the perks of a cat are like, it sits on your lap. (laughs) It lets you pet it and it like provides comfort. This thing wants to kill you. Yeah. And it's like, won't even, I was watching some, uh, some video, some, I can't remember what it was, what show it was, but it was like, um. What's his name? DJ Khaled. I'm probably saying his name wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's got one of these cats. Yeah, And see. he, like, the cat, like, you know, lunged at the cameraman, and, the, and he was like, oh, don't bug him. That cat's dangerous. And, like, I can't and he believe- fed him with, like, raw meat. I'm like, this is a wild animal. What the fuck are you doing? Of all people, to have a pussy cat oh. is the man who won't eat 
second. Oh, God. Don't get me started. Can you believe that? I'm like, no, you're missing out because, uh, you know, you're not really having any good sexual experiences with these women because I guarantee you they faking it. <laughs> um, <laughs> there was this one story about how somebody had a tiger in their 11th story Manhattan apartment and oh, eventually no. like got, you know, like injured yeah. from the claws and oh, stuff. Oh, shocker. And went to the ER and just pretended like it was a pit bull. And they were like, really? Because your downstairs neighbors said the urine is leaking into their apartment. <gasps> like there was that oh, much Oh my God. Pee. Well, think about it. How much pee comes out of a t- Oh my God. What <laughs> the fuck? Are pe- like, I'm sorry, but like- Talk about feeling out of control. Yeah. Like, could you imagine what that's like? I feel like that with my six-year-old. Yeah. Right? Where I mean, I'm like, he might hurt me someday. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting anxiety for these. Just to I think about how dangerous that is that, you know, I think about how my mom's friend was hurt. Yeah. And how you have a, a 11th story walk-up where you've got, <laughs> like, imagine? the, you know, old lady on the sixth floor who's, like, sitting on her just porch reading a newspaper and freaking tiger comes up that was illegal like you're supposed to have five acres of land yeah but there's no rules about like let's say i own five acres i could still keep it in a cage there's no rule about and you have to let it roam on there so it's stupid oh yeah you know and you know and in this same documentary that was talking about the illegal animal sales of the amish they (laughs) were it was a um oh this was such a great i have to find what this is but it was a a man who used to work for some circus that worked with animals and then he had like some come to Jesus moment where he's like, this is really messed up. Yeah. And he started a sanctuary to rescue these animals. Yeah. I think he was a a trainer. Like he was one of the tiger trainers. Yeah. And one of the, oh my God, one of the most horrific scenes in the whole movie that just was like so heartbreaking was they rescued this tiger and, um, when the tiger feels afraid, like, when animals are uh, like kind of like they don't know what to do and yeah. just to kind of calm themselves, they'll pace the outside along the gate. They'll like like walk in a circle around whatever their enclosure is to yeah. kind of feel safer. When they rescued this animal and released it into this big enclosure, they had tons of room to move. This tiger kept on going in a circle that was like five feet by eight feet because that was right. how big the cage was. Oh, and it couldn't even, terrible. it like, it broke like you really see how damaged this tiger was about being like just kept and 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 it's like learned helplessness yeah really and they're like what's the point in even trying even though they have all the room to to well yeah that's what they do with like the shackles and the elephants yeah and then the elephant all grows it but doesn't know and so it thinks it can't break that chain yeah it's learned helplessness that is so sad yeah it breaks my heart there was an incident just the other day um, in Pittsburgh. The Shriner Circus was in town, mm-hmm. and the camel got spooked. And in the Shriner Circus, you can ride the like Whoa. they they let the people that come yeah. get on. And so there was a girl on it, <gasps> and she was like hanging on for dear life, getting bucked all over the place. It was like a uh, rodeo. Yeah, yeah, one of those things, a mechanical yeah. bull or yeah. whatever. But it was like well, they have all the camel. makeup to do that move. So that's how that's what they would do. Yeah, and like six people were injured. Nobody died, but I mean, it just goes. Just you just think, why that. are we doing this? Why are we? 
Yeah. It's so dumb. There is never a situation where animals and humans are like wild animals interact where something doesn't go wrong eventually. Yeah. That is the nature of wild animals. We are in their space. But then on the other hand, I love Coco. Oh R.I.P. God, I know, I right? R.I.P. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so when you Mr. see Rogers that, with Coco, I know, and like he really connected to her, and like they, and then she she even knew, and she like signs like friend or like love, hot love like because she on. knew. I'm gonna cry. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is so emotional. I know. It, so when I see that, I'm like, yeah, I see yeah. why people desire that because yeah. wouldn't it be beautiful if all, we could coexist yeah. peacefully? But that's just not how life works, right? So. And you have to understand that that's a very specific animal with like brought up in captivity and also the 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 brain functioning of the areas of the brain that are developed in a monkey or chimpanzee or gorilla like that are not the same as what the tiger and lions you're never going to get a tiger and a lion that is going to give you a hug and say i love you like that did did you ever see that video of that guy that yep i mean i love i know we're reunited i mean hugs him i mean it's unnatural but it's beautiful (laughs) beautiful all of those (laughs) i'm such a sucker for that i just watched one like yesterday of two little chimpanzee brothers that were in separate like kept in captivity away from each other for four years and then they were reunited and they knew that they were brothers, and they hugged oh, each other, hugged on. each other like humans. Come I was on. like, "Oh my god, that is so precious." We gotta wrap it up. Sarah. Oh right, okay. I'm just so into this. This is a good episode. Right. <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. Yeah. See you next time. Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.